we just have to uh, basically trust the Lord for um, what he has designed for us to um, for us to uh, study today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Just hold on a little bit. Um, let me see. Hallelujah. We're having issues with the internet, so you have to bear with us. Please just bear with us. Um, I don't know what's going on. We've done everything possible to see that uh, everything works fine, but the internet is some uh, kind of uh, giving us um, issues. Hallelujah. We just continue to trust the Lord. Praise God. Now, um, what I'm seeing in looking at uh, what's in the heart of the Father, what's in his mind, um, we see that, um, of course, we know that he's a God of purpose. He always, he doesn't just do things anyhow. He's very careful and he's a great planner. So he does things according to the purpose of his will. I hope you hear what I'm saying. He's not just doing things, you know, uh, casually, but very intentional, calculative, has a plan. The Bible tells us uh, in the book of Isaiah that he's the God, all right, that finishes uh, or with him, we will see that um, actually what he said in the book of Genesis is what we'll get to find to have come to a place of completion in the book of uh, Revelations, praise the Lord. So you see, there's the book of Genesis and there's the book of Revelation. Book of Genesis is the beginning and the book of Revelations or the book of scrolls at the scrolls of, of Revelation is the end. I hope you hear what I'm saying. The beginning and the end. Yeshua says, I am the Alpha. That is the beginning. And I'm also the end. Of course, we know that um, uh, he, uh, this is not um, a, a Greek um, um thing we're talking about when it says I'm the Alpha and the Omega, that's just um, um, the 
translation, a Greek translation of that uh, particular uh, statement, praise God, hallelujah. Now, uh, coming back to that book of Genesis chapter one, verse 26, the Godhead said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion, praise the Lord. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Now, for me, what I see is that the, uh, this, the, uh, this particular um, decree or statement started off in the book of Genesis, and it is at the So what happened is that uh, uh, when the fell God, of course we know that this did not take him by surprise. Um, he already had made allocation. You know the scriptures tells us that um, uh, the Lamb of God was slain uh, before the foundation of the world. Praise the Lord. Now. What am I trying to say here? Now, everything that happened, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go this route, but let me just touch it a little bit. Everything that happened, uh, one would say, uh, happened uh, for the betterment, you know, why? Because it gave an opportunity for the pattern song to come into the equation. Who, the, who is the pattern son? His name is Yeshua, the son of the living God. Did you see? Hallelujah. So there is what you call the pattern son. I'll give an example. Now, this is a bottle, okay? And virtually every product has always, always has a prototype. Uh, this, this bottle here, this container, is something that was fabricated um, from a mold. If you look at it closely, there is some kind of divide. So it's as if there was this part of the mold and there was this part of the mold and it was brought together to form this. Now, every product, every product, see this one? Uh, look at this one. Every product has a prototype, okay? It has a prototype and it's from that
Psalms and chapter 1. Okay, Psalms and chapter 1. Now, what does it say? Psalm 1, if you can look at it, Psalm chapter 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but rather his delight is in the law of the Lord. And it is upon this law of the Lord that he, man, this particular man, meditates day and night. Praise the Lord. Now verse 3 now tells us that, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Planted. So it means that the man, okay, now this is a unique person. He says, blessed is the man. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor uh, uh, standeth in the way of sinners, okay? And this same man does not sit on the seat of the scornful. So I see it as a progression. First of all, he is walking, okay? Now, he is walking. Now, that walk, that word walk is what is called the conversation or your lifestyle. What informs your, um, your, how you reason, how you view life, your concept of life, praise the Lord. Like um, the book of Romans chapter 12, we say that we should not be conformed to this world. It says, be not, do not be conformed to this world but rather be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Did you see? Renewal of your mind. So I see this particular uh, uh, Romans chapter 12 and um, uh, uh, Psalm chapter 1, I see them as the same thing. Uh, Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man. So the man is who does not walk according to or after the counsel of the ungodly. So it means that the ungodly is not the one that is counseling him. He's not taking his uh, instructions from the, uh, the, uh, the ungodly. Uh, are you guys? doesn't sit on the seat of the scoffer, but rather in the law of the Lord does he meditate day and night. Now look at it. He meditates in the law of the Lord. 
He meditates in the law of the Lord day and night. He meditates in the law of the Lord day and night. He actually takes time to study the inner workings or he takes time to learn, all right, the inner structure or the genealogical arrangement of the law of the Lord. I hope you hear. Now look at this. He actually, because a lot of times we don't understand how important the word of God is. The word of God became flesh. That's what the Bible tells us. And he dwelt amongst men. The word of the Lord. God's word, I hope you hear, became flesh and dwelt amongst men. He became flesh. So the law of the Lord is not a playful thing. It's not an ordinary thing. It is actually the genetic composition. I hope you hear what I'm saying. The genetic composition, the scroll, okay, of the books of divinity. I hope you hear what I'm saying. The law of the Lord. So when Yeshua tells us in the book of Matthew chapter 11, that um, the way people just think that things are just done anyhow, but rather it's actually very intentional, very, very intentional, okay? Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, it, it says, uh, he who must come to the Father must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him those who diligently seek him. So it means that you, you can't just afford to do, you can't just... Uh, uh,
Okay. I hope you can hear me now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. All right, please, you have to forgive me, okay? There's a whole lot that I'm going through here. I'm alone here, and it's a major battle. Okay? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, like, coming back to what I was saying, um, the Word of God is very vital. What makes you and I who we ought to be is the Word of God. Uh, uh, let, let's look at uh, the uh, book of John, okay? The book of John, chapter 1. Okay? Now, I'm, I'm sure you, you will agree with me that this is, this is our, uh, you know, um, what we always look at all the time. Look at John, chapter 1. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the word was God. Okay? It says he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was nothing. That It says without him, nothing was made that was made. And then that says in him was life, and this life was the light of man. I would want you to ponder over this again and again. It says first, in the beginning was the word. In the beginning. In the beginning was the word, okay? And the word was with God or with the Father, okay? And that word that was with the Father was God or is God. So the word of God is God. Okay? Then he now continues and says that he was in the beginning. So he's, he's actually describing him as a person. He says he was in the beginning with God. So he was in the beginning with God. If you check the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 8, it tells us clearly that wisdom, okay, was with the Father at the time of creation. And they were together. And it says that he was the delight of the Father. Praise the Lord. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning. And the Word was with God, the Father. And the word himself was God. Okay. Now, he was in the beginning with the Father. All things were made through him. So there is nothing that you can ever say that was made in the whole of existence that the hand or the, the fingerprint of the word was not there. The, his fingerprint was in everything that was created. There is nothing that was created that was not created uh, that, that, that was not created without him. So he was very much involved in every aspect of creation. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And he now says in verse 3 that all things were made through him, and without him uh, was nothing, uh, nothing was made that was made. He now says in verse 4, it says, in him. 
was life. In the word was life. So there is life in the word of God. Did you see that? There is life in the word of God. And this life was the or is the light of men. Please pay attention. In him, in the word, is life. So there is a life in the word. And the life that is in the word is the life of God. I hope you hear. I now says that this life is the light that men ought to walk with. Praise the Lord. So the word of God is majorly, majorly, exclusively for man. Did you see? Exclusively for man. Man is not supposed to live any other life but the life in the word or the life of God. I'm hoping that you are understanding what I'm saying because this is very authoritative. Mankind is not supposed to live any other kind of life, okay? Man is not supposed to live any other kind of life except the life that is in the word of God. Or man is meant to live the same kind of life that God has or God lives by. Because here he says, in him was, the, was life, or in him is life. And this life is the life, okay? Or the light of men, praise the Lord. Now, if you go back to that uh, Psalm 1, it says in verse 3, or let's back up to verse 2. Verse 2 says, but his delight, this the delight of this particular man that is blessed, okay? It says his delight is in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord is the, the, is the genetic composition, okay, of the father, if I might be permitted to, to use that word genetic composition, okay? It says uh, his delight. So we are meant to study we are meant to renew our mind. We are meant to continue to meditate, okay, in the law of the Lord. And it says that in his law, okay, we are to meditate not only casually, but day and night. So imagine you meditating all through the day and all through the night. What that tells me is that there is no gap for any other thing except meditating in God's word. Um, I've been teaching on visual meditation, meditating both by word, by vision, uh, by um, 
by a virtual meditation. Praise God. I, I want to uh, check and know whether Pastor Dele is, um, is, okay, all right. Praise the Lord. But please, Pastor Dele, please uh, get ready, okay? Now, <clears throat> here it says, in the law of the Lord, does he meditate day and night? So by that meditating or meditation in the law of the Lord, what the result of that meditation is this, that he shall be like, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Praise God. So, the, so you are not just meditating for meditating's sake. You are not meditating for uh, self-gratification. You are meditating so that the genetic composition of your life changes from where it has always been into um, uh, a look-alike, okay, of the word that you are meditating upon. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, in verse 3, it says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now, a lot of times when you hear prosper, your, money, your mind goes to money, your mind goes to riches and things like that. It's okay. But that prosperity that is talking about here is that you are fruitful and you are prospering in the things and in the nature of God. Praise the Lord. So where I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to get to is this, that there is a pattern song. I have started by talking about or uh, telling us that there is what is called a prototype. Okay? And that prototype if by any chance you and I are not able to come to that place where when you see the prototype and you see us, there is no difference, then we have a problem there. Why? You will not be accepted. Now, listen, if you go to a production line, if you've seen, I don't know if you've ever bought any products, you will see where they canceled it, okay? Or you will see where they put a check mark and said, okay. Now, the reason why they checked it and said, okay, is because it has gone through quality control. It has gone through all the necessary uh, uh, inspection processes. And whoever is in charge of the quality control would have approved to say, this product is fit to go out into the market. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So in like manner, like I said, we, okay, are... Um, a product, permit me to say, or a creation of the Father, okay? Now, if we are a creation of the Father, there is a process of that creation. It starts from one particular starting point, and then there is a process, okay? And then there is a finality, Okay, now it is at that finality that the Lord or the Father himself will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Okay, so it means that we would have fully satisfied the Father 
like we see in the scriptures where you say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Praise God. Now, we, you and I, are supposed to be a replica or we're supposed to look like, we're supposed to be like the pattern son. The book of Hebrews tells us that we should look unto Yeshua, who is the author and the finisher of our faith or of our life. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise God. So we are supposed to fix our gaze so that we can be exactly, I hope you hear, exactly like the person that we are looking at or we are looking to be like. There is a prototype. And it's that prototype that every single one of us are supposed to be like. And the only avenue or the only way to be like him is when we begin to meditate, taking his word very seriously, understanding that there's a curriculum of life and we're supposed to go from one uh, uh, state progressively to the final state where we would have gone through all, like the Bible says, uh, that has shown me the path of life. For in your presence, there's fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to call Pastor Dilly in, in a few minutes. But before I do that, let me just um, uh, do some kind of rounding up, okay? Now, listen. The Father, okay, the Father has an intention. The intention is this in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Okay? Now, you may continue to read, but let's, let me just stop there, okay? Now, if there is this intention, this plan, then it means that if there's a starting point and there's a finishing point. It says, let us make man. First, in our image, number one. Then secondly, after our likeness. Then thirdly, after the first and second, the, the result, okay, is so that they can have dominion over all his creation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, for this to happen, you and I have to Follow the process because there is a process. And I have uh, read, okay, for us the book of John, okay, where he says that in him was life, and this life is the light of men. So, what that automatically tells you and I is this, that there is a life that we ought to live. There is no other life that we should or we are appointed to live by except the life of God. So if we are living any other life, we are in a place of error and we are shortchanging ourselves. So the intention, our intention is to be exactly like the pattern song. And there are materials for building up this particular image 
I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. There are materials, and I'm hoping that we'll get into it as we move on. Pastor Dele, what do you have to say? Uh, please can uh, media on on uh, hook Pastor Dele. God bless you. We're not hearing you. Please unmute yourself. All right, all right. I was saying that it's a little bit of an emergency arrangement, so my video wouldn't be as clear as can be uh, at normal times. Yeah. Um, okay, yes. So this is these are the true words of God. Wow, this light is not so very good. Okay, but we'll just... No, no, you're okay, you're okay, you're okay. Just okay, ahead. it's the voice. It's the voice that is even the most necessary because I remember many years ago, Kenneth Copeland said somebody would have a dream and say, I saw Jesus. He said, Well, I don't ask those kinds of people what does it look like. I asked them what did he say? Because it is the word that matters, not the picture. Even when the picture is given, uh, eventually the Lord would interpret or cause us to interpret. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you're if so you're. sorry, I don't know whether it is brought Don't worry, just go ahead, Pastor Daly. Just okay. go ahead. Go straight to the point. Okay. So, um, so because it is not the word, it is, it is not, it is not the, the the picture that matters. It is the word that matters. And even when the Lord gives, you know, us pictures, the Lord still says, "This is the word of the Lord." You know, there was a time that the Lord asked. Jeremiah, what CS does? Say, I see a, a smoking flax, you know, coming from so so place. And then he said, um, This is the word of the Lord unto you understand. So even when God gives pictures, his word is still that which matters. He, he places high premium on his word. We've been created by his word and we can only develop and grow by his word. Now, um, what Pastor has been saying from the beginning, I'll just share along the line of which. He had been talking. I met him um, talking about um, uh, it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, shall bring forth its fruit in its season. Now, many years back, when we began to learn about meditating you know, on the word of God, because he also mentioned the fact that blessed is the man that has standing on the way of this confidence in the world of sinners, you know, and all that. Uh, but his delight is in the Lord, Lord and his Lord, in his Lord does he meditate day and night. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Many years back, we used to talk about meditation as being only um, uh, done when our mind and our understanding knows that which is contrary to the world which God has said. In other words, this is what I'm saying. That when God says, when the world says, do it this way. And then we know that, oh, I now know the scripture that says, do it this way. So, well, I've, I've renewed my mind about that. But like he said also, renewal of mind is a process which the Lord leads us into. Now, the first part of it is, is the fact that our mind has comprehended or has known the word. And then when, we know, when our mind has known the word, God now takes us by the hand through the process of meditation meditation begins at the point of um uh, how do you call it now uh our thinking of the word 
Yeah, if I may say that statement again, I just made it takes us by the hand and leads us to the process of um, renewing the mind. Now, it takes that word which we have meditated upon and leads us through situations whereby the word will be needed. Hallelujah. It leads us through processes through which the word will be needed in order for us to be victorious. So, and then it tests us. And then sometimes we fail. And I want to tell you this, child of God, even if you have failed, don't stop running to God. Did you get it? In the process of learning the word, in the process of learning God's life, we're going to fail. And I'm not saying you must fail, no. But in case you fail, which is the story of a lot of believers, where we intend to do the word, and we don't see that we have, uh, we have succeeded in doing the word. Because until we do the word, the word does not become, uh, we don't become one with the word. And until we become one with the word, the process of meditation, which is the renewing of the mind, is not complete. And we heard when Pastor was talking about um, the fact that we have to be like the pattern son. So until we become the pattern son in that area where Jesus can go to bed because daily Matthews is there. That's when the word is complete. That's when meditation is achieved. That is when renewal of mind is achieved. Now, until we get to that place, God can't trust us. That's the truth. You see, because we're talking about kingdom come, kingdom come, kingdom come. What kingdom come means is that at a certain point in human history, certain people will love Jesus so much. They will love Jesus. They will, want, they will walk the way of Jesus. They will take the word of Jesus. That so, and then they will become so much like Jesus that Jesus will go and sleep. I'm just using the word, I'm just using human word. Just, the father will say, ah, let me go and walk in other planets. Um, the, the, my sons are here. Now, the process to that is what we are talking about tonight. The process to that is meditation. And meditation leads to the renewing of mind. Now, we're talk, I'm talking practically, going forward on what pastors are, as pastor has shared, about how that is achieved. When, when we begin to meditate on the word, you know, um, we, uh, uh, it's like we are, we are in that state where we're like the man that has received the word and anon, uh, like King James Vashon says, anon, that is straight away. He rejoices. Oh, wow. I, I believe I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. I'm healed. I remember that was where I started from many years back. I healed. I, I began to read Kenneth Hagin's books. I began to read Kenyon's books. And I was trying to renew my mind. The first part thing that I saw was that wow, there's a possibility to live without sickness. There's a possibility to live without infirmities. There was a and I was excited. So I took the word bam, and I wanted to start using it. And it is good. You need to start using it. You know, Jesus did not um, condemn the guy, that that second-hearted guy who who was dropped on stony ground. The reason why that guy failed. He didn't condemn him for rejoicing at the word. No. He didn't condemn him for wanting to do the word. No. The reason why he failed was that he did not allow the word to continue in him. That's why he was described as a rocky, a, a heart of rock. You understand? So I, so I wanted to do the word. So I, I moved on. Wow. I can be healed. You know? I know that. And it was our custom, you know, I fellowship all around us, all my friends, and all that. And that's one thing that you need to know also, but let me just quickly say this, I'll go back. You see, a lot of people want to renew their minds with the word of God, but they don't dwell in the environment where the, the same people have this, um, they have the people that surround them have the same goals. 
to the You know, that's why Wow. Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, um, it looks like we've lost Pastor Daly there, but I'll just continue from where he he um, he stopped. He said, "Being in the community of people that are also in the same line of thought, Hallelujah, in the same line of thought." Okay, Pastor Daly can continue. They say you're back. Okay, thank you very much. Sir. So we need to do that because I actually feel that as I was sharing, you know, I felt that a lot of people have that issue. They are not dwelling in the place where where their faith can be encouraged. You know, and you know, when I say faith, I don't mean faith for shoe, faith for hair. And it's fantastic to have faith for shoe, to have faith for a car, to have faith for houses, to have faith for those kinds of things. But when I'm talking about faith, I'm talking about your Christianity, your work with God, because it is by faith that we overcome in every aspect. The general cement that glues everything together in God's arena is called faith. You understand? Just that just that we have we have we have been we have been so used to using faith you know for things so we always think that faith is for things alone but faith is for things physical things spiritual things within things without the two of them now so let me continue with my analogy so when i was reading revenant's books back in the days i i had a i mean i began to um uh want to do the word you know so i, I remember those particular time i was very sick and I couldn't eat, I couldn't. And so I began saying, Jesus' name, I'm healed. In Jesus' name, I'm healed. I'm healed by stripes and all of that. And I kept on, I kept on. And I, you know, because I'd seen the world, I'd seen the possibility that the life of God that I was a part of, you know, at that time, offers, you know. So I wanted to do what the word of God said. But I was not yet rooted. The problem with the man with the stone heart is because he did it once, and then we didn't hear that he did it again. You know, so don't get tired. And I have a feeling by the word of God and speaking, you know, we are teaching, but sometimes the Lord also reveals to us what particular people need. You know, and that's why sometimes we give examples and all that because they may meet one person's need or the other. So I have a feeling that people, some people are discouraged because they, have learned, they are learning to do the word of God. They are meditating on scriptures and they are learning to do the word of God. And then they are discouraged. Okay, somebody said, eh, why you, you, you didn't make it in this area? So why, you know, you should, you should, um, uh, you should uh, uh, be in an attitude of rejection and dejection and all of that. I say, you know, I, you know I, what I ask us people is that, okay, if I fail, who do I run to? Do I go and become a Muslim because I failed God in one area? You don't go and become a Muslim. Now you run to your father. 
Praise God. You run to your father to strengthen you. Hallelujah. You know, so it is important that we don't get discouraged. And some people are offended in God also. They are offended. You know, the Bible says, and Anon is offended. <laughs> because you know, that's one of the problems of that rocky heart. He was offended because they told him, if you do it this way, do it this way, do it this way, this is what results you're going to get. But you see, it's not about the doings. It's about where the doing is coming from. Is it a hard thing? And that's what meditation helps us to do. So when we have tried to do the word, uh, based on the fact of the, the, the revelation of the word which we have, you know, and we don't meet that same results immediately that have been promised us in the word or that our teachers have promised us, what do we do? We go back to the word. We go back to the Lord. We keep doing that same word. We keep doing that same word. We don't get offended. There are people who get offended. We don't get offended by words, uh, by our trials. I haven't tried the word, and it looks like the word did not come to, to pass as we think. No, we still keep going on. We still keep going on. Let me give you another example. I don't know why I'm giving you examples of healing today. Charles and Francis Hunter, they said, the first, how many people they prayed for died. Same way we can in, we can put this in the same way also in the area of righteousness. See, it says it does not stand in the way of the scornful. It does not sit in the way. It does not walk in the way of the sinners. It does not sit in the street of the scornful. You know, and all that. So you are meditating on the world. You can see certain weaknesses in your life. Oh, maybe I talk too much. Maybe I keep malice. I do not easily forgive. Maybe I, what do I do again? So many other things that we can do. There's believers that have issues with lying, you know, and all that. And say, ah, I didn't even know when I spoke it. And then you let the word of God. I will, let, me, let, me, let me give you an example. Many years ago, Bishop Oedeko said, he said he had a problem with anger. But one day he saw, he saw the word that says, anger rests in the bosom of fools. Then he said, ah, this is the word. You know, and then he began to practice the doing of the word. What? Let me tell you this: what you have become that you don't like, that is contrary to the life of God. You didn't become it in one day. <laughs> Praise God! You, you, you became it by association. That's why we must never leave the company of the saints. You became those who are around you were practicing it. You had a friend or two who were practicing it. You know, when we were younger, we had peers, we had friends, and one of the strongest strongest um, uh, things I mean about acculturization or uh, yeah is, is by a true peer pressure peer groups you know so when what you became you did not become it in one day so using the word of God it is a continual thing he says even Jesus told us, told us said when you plant the word it comes out first of all the blade then the air then the full corn in the air three stages Hallelujah. So, and then after that, we began to practice it. We began to practice those things. If it's lying, so people just lie for nothing. There's no reason. There's no, no reason for lying. Just, you know, so people just, you know, different kinds of things that we have become. So we practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. We saw our parents doing it. We saw our society doing it. So we have to be in a society where the word of God is the goal of those people where they love the lord and they desire to do the word now because it shall be like a, like you know because meditation you know they are what i call passive meditation what you see they are, they are speaking to you the rabbi says the, um you know concerning the fig tree 
Bible says, and Jesus answered and said to the fig tree, did this fig tree talk? This fig tree talk, the fig tree spoke. Praise God. What did he say? He said, you are not going to eat fruit out of me. That's what the spirit fig tree said. So, there, are, there is passive meditation. Meditation around, I mean, uh, from people that are around you, what you see them do, like children learn from what we do, what, we, what they see us do, what they hear us say. Children learn from there, and then they form a world view from there. And then they pattern their lives according to that which they have seen us do. And then also, our friends also begin to grow. You know, you just, you just, you just learn from what people yeah, uh, and they can be very strong. One of my friends, let me stand up with this because I know because of our time. You know, one of my friends told me he's, an, he's, he's over 50 now and he has been in America for, for over 20 years. He said, Ah, Pastor, I cannot eat a lot of Oyibo food. He said, If I don't eat soup, <laughs> if I don't eat soup, my body is not well. You know, so so you see, you see, even though it's in America, you see, it's in you see, it's a you see, it's pounded yam. Sorry for saying that. In um, you know, it's uh, now why because they talked about the DNA that comes by accotorization. You know, why do you think the Oyibos they can put pull their shirts? I watch some of them in this win in the winter they pull their shirts. Let a black man go and pull his shirt. You will see what will happen to him in that same winter. Now, because true consistent living of his generations in that place, he has become his body has become used to it. So we should not be discouraged. Child of God, please do not be discouraged. Keep meditating. Keep meditating. See, let me tell you this. One day something will happen. I will share, I will share an example with you about that. Many years back, I read Kenneth Hagin's book. And then he said, he said, he said, um, uh, uh, one person was listening to his message, his tape. The lady had clubbed feet. You know, our feet are like this, you know, we have this, our finger, let's say this, our finger, I mean, our, our, our toes, rather, I said fingers, our toes. This one doesn't have toes. Woman didn't have toes. His own feet was like this. Where it was supposed to stretch out like this, it was like this. He said, this woman kept hearing the word kept hearing the word it was on which she was on wheelchair she said after seven months of continually hearing the word meditating in the word you know what happened the woman just saw she saw herself standing up and spreading clothes the thing has grown out there is power in the world see inside that word is encased Life that is stronger than any dynamite. It's, 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 it's more forceful than the hydrogen bomb. But what unlocks it? Our hearts. Is our heart that unlocks it? That's it. Meditate on these things. Give thyself, Jesus. He said, give yourself wholly, totally to it. That's why Satan wants to distract us. All of these things that are happening in the last days, you look at, you know, our phones. And when we were younger, uh, TV didn't start until uh, until around 4 p.m. But now, 24/7, you can watch. You can watch Netflix. You can watch DSTV. You can watch phone. Even if you are not, there's nothing you cannot watch. You just why Satan wants to distract us. He doesn't want that word to go to our hearts because he knows that if he can get to our heart, we will win this battle, the epic battle for the kingdom, for the earth, for the world in the last days. So let us 
maintain your focus you have failed please go on back to the father maintain your focus keep meditating keep meditating allow the word continually continually one day you will see yourself hanging clothes like that woman whatever your cloth feet was maybe a spiritual thing maybe a sinful thing maybe a walk of the flesh if you don't give up and you keep with the word let me tell you one day something will happen to you bigger than stronger than the hydrogen bomb you will see yourself in a way in which you'll be so surprised you become a testimony you become what you in your logical mind you never thought it would be praise god thank you sir thank you so much pastor Dele. i really appreciate um your input today what i'm seeing is this that we should not allow ourselves to be distracted we should not allow ourselves to be distracted we should make sure we don't stop in the meditation. Yes, and sir. then you said one thing that is very key, passive. Passive mm. meditation. I always say something like this, that if you if you went into a, 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 the kitchen where yes. they are cooking and there's maybe they are frying something, maybe like frying chicken. Now, the fact that you entered... <laughs> Someone says plantain. No, no, no. Once you <laughs> enter into that room, that kitchen, okay, the fume in that environment, what it does is that it sinks into your whole body. When you come out from that place, you have taken on the fragrance of that room. Mm. So now children learn from what they see from their environment. So it means that being in the community of the people of God, being in the community where people meditate and study and take God's word very seriously, what it does is that gradually helps to form and conform and configure you as a person. I really appreciate this. This is awesome. God bless you, sir. Thank you so God much you, sir. for Thank your compute. You, Hallelujah. Um, I am so sorry. Uh, the internet did me so bad today um, I see that <laughs> I see that i i do something extraordinary to see that the inter that my internet doesn't mess up again mm -hmm. I, like today i have actually assessed about three or four different uh, sources of internet just to see that this program uh um, doesn't get interrupted but uh, as we are coming to a close i want us to take up our, our communion elements uh, ask that you uh, that you lift it up right now, Father. We thank you and we ask you to bless the the bread and the wine. Hallelujah! As we partake of the bread, Hallelujah! I want us to put our mind focus onto the Lord, focus onto the fact that He died for me. He died for me. He died that we might have life. He gave His life to us that we might be able to receive His life and give back. Uh, all or drop at his feet um, the whole uh, life that we had before. Father, we ask you to bless this bread in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, also the wine. Father, we thank you for the wine. Hallelujah. Uh, tomorrow, um, the conference um, starts earlier in the morning. So I would encourage as many people as possible to make sure you partake or come and join us um, so that um, uh, we can all 
be in that atmosphere where the life of God is actually going to be fully impacted in our lives. So make sure that you are uh, at uh, Kevadulam number nine, and they are going to be uh, uh, closed at Bakogudu tomorrow. Uh, it's also going to be online, hopefully by God's grace. And uh, we are hoping that every single one of us will be blessed. Tomorrow morning by six o'clock is our prayers. Uh, seven is prayers for the nation. And then uh, by 10, 11, the conference kicks off. And then uh, we will now continue uh, by 2 p.m. Uh, afternoon watch, 2 to 4. Hallelujah. And, you know, it just continues like that. I will give you more of uh, announcements uh, when uh, the need is. So look out all our uh, platforms for uh, further information. God bless you. Uh, those of us who are uh, viewing from the United States of America and those who are viewing from the UK and elsewhere, we want to apologize. Um, our uh, internet is not as steady as yours, uh, but just bear with us, okay? Uh, we'll try our possible best to see that uh, uh, we don't go through this anymore. God bless you. Hallelujah.